0: Welcome, everyone, to the So Dynamics Matters podcast, You're your a sonic dive into the world of Microsoft technology-related matters and much more besides. I'm your host, Michael Lonnan, and today I dragged HSO's retail sales director, Hector Hickmar, off the Brighton Beach to join me to discuss a topic that impacts any organization undertaking any IT project, and that, when choosing technology, what are the most important things to consider? Compatibility, ability to solve the problem now but remain relevant in the future, ease of use, and of course, cost but what is the most important thing you should have front of mind when deciding which direction you should take? Now, the answers to this you'll learn over the next 10 minutes, so grab a brew, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Tea or coffee? Espresso. <laughs> you don't look like an espresso, man, but I'll give you that. Custard or cream? Custard. Online or in person? Both. No, you have to choose one. That's- in person yeah people first or tech first people yeah always people and when it comes to um projects tech projects that you get involved in um you i guess you'd say that it doesn't really matter it matters a bit about technology but it matters more about the people who are involved in the projects for the to to succeed in the end
1: the technology works it went when projects projects always go through ups and downs, they always go through challenges, difficulties. Um, we get through it in the end, but the variant is always is always the people side of things. Yeah, but there's also there's the yeah, there's the people side. It's the, it's the technology just there to enable the people to do something at the other end of it.
0: Yeah, and when you're um and when you're considering as an organisation, when you're considering what technology to put in place, um, what are the typical things? Because it's not always just about selecting the technology is it there are other things at play
1: i think the technology in one regard is just a moment in time i think the ongoing investment the commitment to keep that technology up to date the way it's deployed to make sure it'll grow as you grow gives you headroom as you need headroom gives you additional capability also brings new ideas to it i think those are all Sort of important considerations of them often, you know, sometimes, particularly with Microsoft, they'll launch something new. And one of the criticisms will be, well, you, there aren't many customers using it, but almost invariably you go back and look at that same thing in five years' time and you'll find well, actually it's now the dominant solution. So, it depends whether you're looking backwards at referenceability and all those things, or whether you're looking forwards in terms of how the technology, also how the supplier of that technology will. Will be investing and working with you as you know in, in tandem with your business to enable you to to stay at the forefront. It's, so I think I think there's bits around that. But it depends whether your question is just about how do you choose the tech or how do you choose the overall package in terms of you know delivering it and that sort of stuff.
0: How do you choose the tech then? Is it? It's not just about the, the physical thing, is it? It's also what you're also considering is where's is it going to be in five, ten years' time? Is it? Is it going to be as valuable? Is it going to be is it going to offer me the same sort of benefits as it will do at this at this point in time in five years? It's it's not just about the now, is it?
1: I think if you go back ten years, there was there's there's sort of a lot more technology vendors in in, in this sort of the mid-market. I just think there's so much commonality that actually if you're doing that at scale in a way that I think only sort of SAP, Oracle and Microsoft can really do that sort of swept up lots of the mid-market players you know i think if you're going to be a a sort of boutique specialist technology part like writer of technology you've got to be pretty niche these days or you know microsoft and those guys are just going to sweep up your market so i think when people are looking at the technology yes sometimes there's specialist solutions with a little bit more capability Mm. but that little bit more capability i guess coming back to that point i made a minute ago about it being a moment in time if 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 somebody like microsoft is spending 20 billion pounds a year on r&d it's not going to take very long for that capability to be replicated enhanced by somebody like microsoft or the other big players
0: so you're going to keep getting value even beyond the first point of having it
1: yeah yeah, plus also there's the wider, I mean, this is probably more of a Microsoft point, there's the wider piece. If you're looking at a CRM system or an ERP system or something to manage stock or manage your customers, that, that's one thing. And you can look at that in isolation. But actually, it's also looking at the wider ecosystem within your business. How does that work with the way that your people, teams communicate on a daily basis? You know, how does it work in terms of your interaction with customers, how customers can, can engage with it? Yeah. Um, so, I, so I do think you need to look at the overall. Um, and sometimes, yes, there's a piece of functionality that you know may not be as good as the specialist ones, but the the sum of the parts actually delivers it you know, far more value.
0: Do you think organisations sometimes miss looking at projects in that way, in kind of the whole of the business kind of view? Do you think they tend to look at things in isolation or generally to business? Uh, right,
1: I think on on the whole, I think. It depends on the, I think sometimes you see quite traditional, I I call it like an old school selection process, you know, we've been through the functional requirements. Here's here's a list of a thousand things that it needs to tick, you know, who's got the highest tick. We see far less of that now than we used to. I think increasingly people recognise, well, actually, it's so easy to create more ticks on that list. And if you look at it now, look at it in three months, six months, a year, that profile will look different. And therefore, what we really need to back is who's got the long-term vision, who's got that long-term firepower, okay. who's going to keep us generally ahead of the market and enable us to innovate.
0: How much do you think cost comes down to the whole kind of selection process, the whole what it is that I'm going to get and need?
1: It's, look, cost is always important. I think that's been exacerbated you know, in the recent economic situation. But I actually think most people are, are more focused on what value are they going to get and how quickly are they going to get it. In my experience, the risk is in an overriding factor. You don't, you know, you, you, you might be able to save a bit of money, but you, you go back the wrong solution. You've probably forgotten the, the biggest cost of that, which is probably, that you know, you've got to go and buy another one in three years, five years. If you get the technology right, work with the right partner to be able to deliver it and then structure it so that you can manage the risk and get value as, as quickly as you can. So I think cost is important, but mm. I personally I don't think people, business as well, maybe this is just from HSO. If, if customers buying purely on cost, then we're probably, you know, us and Microsoft are probably not the right solution or partner for them because I think our focus is around quality and value.
0: Technology today has made, um, it has become more accessible to more organisations. You know, you consider you, the, the the small, um, I don't know, put a, a coffee shop owner in the corner here versus the large... London-based organisation over there has access to the same compute power. You know, they're they're on, you know, obviously different businesses, but on the ability to access uh, technology is the same for them. The same amount of power, it's there, and that's that's been a, a bit of a, oh, a bit of a change, a massive change.
1: It, I mean, it's a definitely levels. It's a, it's a leveler. I think you want to look at. I, I'm always interested in where technology sits on a board. Mm. I think a, a board. Some, you know, and you can tell when it is a cost to be managed. You have an IT manager reporting to the finance director, and it's just that there as a cost to be managed. I think if businesses really understand what technology can do these days, and how it can become like so central to their business, it should be on the board, not just not even just from the you know the CIO, but the wider business should be understanding understanding and, and embracing and keeping themselves educated on how technology could enable them to serve their customers better than their peers to keep their cost base lower than their peers to keep their processes slicker to reinvent ways of doing business and you just got to see in every almost every industry you can think of there's a business that's come along and disrupted it yeah. using technology you know, there's, there's clearly everyone talks about the the obvious people, you know, Uber and people like that. But I always think, you know, even at a basic level, I look at, you know, people like Ringo, you know, they've, they've effectively yeah. dig, digitized the lump of tarmac and come up with a new business model using technology. So I think, yes, managed costs, but equally it's to level up. I think going back 20, 30 years, the, you know, mega companies had a great computer. They had all that compute power, you know, everyone. You know, even an individual in their in their mobile phone has probably got more compute power than NASA had when they went to went to the moon.
0: How big a deal do you think culture is in kind of that, that the way technology has changed and the way business has changed and what technology they're going to choose and move forward? how big is culture? You um, talked about um, kind of the alignment of the IT manager into the you know, CFO is not quite is not ideal. You're looking at either somebody with more holistic kind of viewpoint.
1: I think it, I think it's. Yeah, it's a good point. I see businesses that get it. I've seen businesses and you, I don't know whether it's self-selecting, but you see people who do think, actually, I, I am going to invest in this. I am going to spend the money. We are going to get it right. We are going to have a, create a culture of continually investing because the technology is moving on, That customers' mm. expectations are constantly moving on, supply chains are moving on. And therefore, you know it shouldn't be all oh, right we're going to do this project and then in ten years time and then we'll do nothing and in ten years time we look at it again. I think the 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 speed that things are moving it needs to become a cultural thing of constantly challenging the way you do things doing things yeah. and constantly trying to move things along. and I see businesses that get it you know they they describe, look, you know we were a great mail order business for example, but look unless we unless we completely look to become a digital business and truly use data more intelligently to understand our customers, to understand and optimise those things, then then we will get overtaken by by others. And it and that that leadership sometimes it's, it it gets inspired by a good CIO, but it mm. needs to be embraced by the board. And when the board get it, then I think that 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 changes things and then they, they can achieve a lot more. Okay. So That's probably too long-winded an answer
0: to the question. <laughs> that was spot on. But um if you if so let's to this, you've got an organization who's who knows some level of change is needed, they're looking to evaluate technology. Is there one piece of advice, or is there or, or actually, what is the first thing you would recommend for them to do in that kind of evaluation researching phase? What's the first thing, the most important thing that they need to do? That's a good question.
1: So the sorry then I think the first thing they need to do is to answer could answer that in so many ways. I think
0: what would you uh, prioritize over
1: over? I think I think be open minded to what technology would enable them to do. Again, I, I look at it and I think not too long ago businesses would have a set of requirements and they would, you know, they need a hundred needed to do a hundred things and the technology was behind. So they basically just say, okay, which, which solution has got the highest fit to those 100 things? Are oh, these people have got 60%, these have got 70%, these have got 85%, you know, oh, I've got, I've got two in 90, okay, what one gives me the best price? Mm-hmm. I just think technology, I think probably because of the cloud, because of the consolidation, because of things like AI and, you know, apps and all the different tools and components, I think for the first time it's gone, it's, it's overtaken where customers are. And I think actually go into this process with an open mind that says, okay, not so much we've been rigid and here are the hundred things we want, but go into it and look and think, okay, well look, uh, you guys understand what tech can do and how other people are embracing it. This is our business model. What could your suggestions be? How could we set ourselves up to become the disruptor for the, you know, for the next two years, five years, 10 years, you know? Good example a few years ago the big, like, dry cleaning type business and, and you know he's listed all the requirements but actually it's about you know what about being able to like have stuff shipped yeah you know you just drop it at a you know a, a drive-through somewhere and actually it just arrives at your door it's just delivered and shipped you know instead of driving in parking then going home then driving in parking collecting it again and all that is pointless trying you know let's think about what a modern customer is going to want and if you were completely redoing this industry what would you do you know now clearly there's degrees you can do that but again when people say look you know our business our industry isn't like that you know Ringo digitized a lump of tarmac so you know every business has opportunities to do it and bringing your knowledge of the industry your market your customers and combining that with um you know somebody like HSO or Microsoft's knowledge of you know what tech can enable people to do when you pull those things together, that's where the real the real power comes in.
0: Perhaps surprisingly, when it comes to selecting your IT technology direction, Hector believes that cost is no longer the overriding factor. There are more important things to have in mind. For example, is the technology going to be relevant in 5 or 10 years time, as it is when you first bring it in? If not, you'll likely have to put yourself through the rigmarole of technology selection and cost in the not-too-distant future. This can have an impact on whether you go with smaller boutique providers, relevant now but without a long-term development roadmap, or a larger vendor where continuous R&D and long-term roadmap is already in place. Now, whatever direction you take, just make sure the needs, challenges, reasons why you started the journey in the first place are addressed. Thanks for listening. Take care of yourselves.